Hey, security peeps, we are live with another edition of Breaking Into Cybersecurity, and this is Resume Week. Happy New Year, everybody. We have the fab team on here today and all week, Monday through Thursday. We're going to be doing resumes. We are helping to uh, hire 10 people for the month of January. That was the uh, challenge put out to us by James Azar from CISO Thursday. So here we are making that happen by helping people out with their resumes. So I am Renee Small, cybersecurity super recruiter, helping awesome leaders hire great talent. And we'll go down the list. Naomi Buckwalter is here. Hey, what's up, Renee? Thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. We had over 172 resumes submitted and a few gracious people decided to have their resumes reviewed online live. So thanks also for the people brave enough to do this, but trust us, we're really nice. Right, Renee, we're really nice. We are really, yeah. really nice. Because we want them that we, the reason why we did this is we want everybody to learn. So, you know, by sharing your resume and getting critiqued live and online, then everyone else can kind of hear from all of our comments and then they'll be able to update and learn from this experience so that they can do their resumes themselves. So our usual Mondays with Dan, Dr. Dan is here. Say hi to everybody, Dan. Hi, everybody. Uh, Dan Schaefer, Peak Performance Strategies. I help people get a competitive edge very, very quickly. Uh, business and sports psychologist, so I apply a lot of sports analogies to helping people win. Awesome. Dan is here to infuse his awesomeness in, into all these resumes and all of you. <laughs> Dan is like, I'm like, Dan, you want to do this? He's like, yeah, why not? I love, I love Dr. Dan, if you can't tell. Um, and our first guest up for today is Sirtek. Sirtek, tell us about yourself. I am going to um, make you try to blow you up on the screen. All right. Well, uh, my name is Sirtek. I am a recent graduate from Wilmington University with the major of Computer and Network Security. Um, I got my bachelor's this past summer, around July, and I did receive my um, Security Plus certificate by July as well. And I am partly in a program with CyberNow Labs and partly training and partly internship. And then I'm currently looking for any cybersecurity analyst roles. But in the meantime, I'd like to update my resume and keep it uh, very good looking. Excellent. Well, thank you for being in our hot seat today. So I will go back to the resume. All right, who wants to kick it off? Naomi? <laughs> 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 all right, you always put me on the spot. Oh my gosh. All right. So, you want me to kick it off? I think so, yes. All right. SirTech, okay. So, you just recently graduated. Mm -hmm. um, you have a a, uh, a little, the, your blurb up top that talks about where you graduated from, that you have the certifications. Um, I would, and then you have your education up top, which is nice. Um, and then you were at Rowan College, which is also you got your associates in political science. And then you went back mm -hmm. and got your bachelor's and you have your honors and awards. Um, scroll down a little bit, Naomi. Oh, yeah. And you have your experience here. So CyberNow Labs. You're in the, so you're in the SOC immersion program. Um, how long is this program? Uh, this, uh, there's not a deadline for this program. You can mm -hmm. still be in an environment to practice your knowledge and learn even more every day. 
Um, but I would like to stay at CyberNow Labs as long as I can, so you can I can just like uh, get better at what I do. And is it like a volunteer opportunity? Are you paid? Oh uh, no, it's a volunteer. As volunteer, okay, okay, great. So you can, so you're volunteering to be in a stock, learn, do every, you're doing everything that a stock analyst does for mm -hmm. real. Like this is actually, yes. you're working. Oh wow. Yes. Yeah, so Cyber Labs has basically their own environment where they utilize Splunk, Curator, and ticketing systems as well as endpoint security detections, um, and all that necessary tools that you actually use within a stock environment then they just let us use it to practice it so we can just get better at it. That's pretty awesome. And then 16, you were in high school. Okay, so what I would do, so Amazon warehouse worker, and then the certifications down at the bottom. Mm -hmm. um, what I would do in your case is I would get this resume to one page. Um, mm -hmm. I think that it's not really necessary for you to have two pages. Um, some of some of it, so you can out of the from from jump, you can remove that res references referred upon request. Mm -hmm. That's like something that we don't we don't use that anymore. So no need to put that on there. <laughs> Nobody uses that. So you can remove that part. Um, the technical skills and tools and everything that you're using. So your Splunk, FireEye, Nessus, that's fantastic. What I where where I want you to put that to pepper all those technical skills that you're using right now. Scroll up, Naomi. Let me see his um. So right where the CyberNow Labs is in your experience mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. are you sh are you showing that that's where you? I think I see some of it. So I see MX Toolbox. I see um, FireEye, Burp Suite, and Map Tenable. Perfect. So your experience actually looks fantastic. What I would do is I would bring all of that, the, your experience in the in the sock. Mm -hmm. I would move that all the way up. So right underneath your name and you, your margins are good. I usually tell people, you know, a, a quick way to kind of like make the resume to fit this into a one page resume is to just play with margins, play with fonts, things like that. So your cybersecurity analyst, um, your, your blurb can be shortened. Your education can be condensed. So we don't necessarily need to see that you were got an associate's degree. That's kind of irrelevant for the role that you're going after. So the Wilmington University role, I mean, I'm sorry, Wilmington University experience is really all you need. Um, your GPA, you can add it right next to it. So you can say, you know, Wilmington University, you don't even necessarily have to put the city and state because it kind of doesn't matter. Um, you have the bachelor's degree right next to it. You can put GPA and add your honors and awards all in one line. You could okay. like make a comma or make those little dashes or whatever, make that all one line. And that would bring your experience all the way up. Because as soon as somebody sees that, hey, this person just graduated from school and is a SOC person and a SOC analyst doing all this work, you're automatically going to get called. Mm -hmm. But it just needs to be all the way at the top. It needs to be the first thing that we look at when we see your resume. Okay. The other experience that you have towards the bottom, kind of, a, it's nice to see. Um, that you worked at Amazon and you worked at a yoga factory, you did these various things, but kind of irrelevant for the, what you're going into right now. Um, so you can summarize them if you want to keep them to bring them up to that second, that first page. Your mm -hmm. certifications, you want to make, you want to bring that up by your your education because those are important too. The CompTIA, the Security Plus, the Splunk stuff, all of that is very, very relevant. 
So your certifications, your education, and that SOC analyst role have to be like dead center all the way at the top of the resume. But this is an excellent, this is great experience. Excellent, yeah, excellent resume. Excellent. And I'll just uh, recap really quickly. And I agree with Renee. Like your one page is great because you don't want to like fill it in with non-cyber stuff. It's just not going to really help you get a cyber role. It's just going to make you a, a well-rounded individual that you can always put in your cover letter. You can always say how you've transitioned into cyber. But if you think about your, uh, if you do a heat map of like where people people's eyes go, you know they really just generally stay in the middle and the top. Uh, section of the resume. So as my eyes are scanning, I've already lost interest by the time I've gone to the bottom of that second page. So put all, everything related to cyber up at the top. I agree with Renee, put the experience before the education, because as uh, we've said before on the show, if you lead with education, you just seem like a noob and you are not a noob. So you are one of the great ones. You are both uh, fresh out of college with experience. So uh, many props to you, Sir Tech. You have a world of options ahead of you. Thank you. Dan, you're muted, Dan. My, my the, the question I always ask people is the people who are reading this, what are they looking for? What's their competency model? What do they expect to have happen here? And the person who's reading it, what do they need to accomplish in their hiring someone? And that, I guess, is done on an individual basis. But I'm just going to listen and see what I can pick up here. But I think that it's uh, it's finding the way to present this to somebody in an effective way. And I'm learning more about resumes today. So <laughs> thanks a lot. Awesome. We're having some issues with YouTube. I mean, with LinkedIn. Oh, no. I'm trying to. It wasn't showing up. So let's see if it's back. Okay, cool. Sirtek, any questions? Um, yeah, actually, um, I was wondering, since you guys are cybersecurity recruiters, do you guys have any particular certificates that you guys look into for candidates? Um, or like what certificates is better than what certificates? Like, do you have any suggestions in terms of, in terms of that? It really depends on the role. Um, and, you know, from my experience, certificates, are getting one. So especially when you're relatively new in your career, Security Plus is usually kind of like the gateway certification. So as long as you have that to get started for an ent- for a relatively entry-level role like what you're doing right now, um, that's usually like the first one that people say, okay, this person has some kind of knowledge base on security. Then the other certifications kind of align to the type of work that you would be doing. So if you were looking, for example, to do to get into like I see you have Splunk um, fundamentals. So, you know, if you were working on a specific sim and you became a sim engineer and they needed people that worked with Splunk and you had the Splunk certification, then that would that would benefit you. Kind of to Dan's point, it's really based on what the company is looking for and what each individual manager and individual role is looking for. Um, And in another piece of advice, and Naomi will jump in in a second, is when a person is thinking about certs, I would go down the path of the cert, the where I want. So if I wanted to be a cloud architect, then you want to go down that path. Like taking different certs for cert's sake, I think tends to be 
you know, a little bit of, it becomes too much. You see this alphabet soup, you're like, what is this person really doing? You know, why are they doing all these certifications? But if I see someone, or I think if a leader sees a security architect person, they're like, they want to do cloud or whatever it is, and you're taking all the cloud certifications, then that makes sense. That makes you kind of going in the path of a cloud expert. So, um, Naomi? Yeah, I agree. I have a opening for a role for Azure security. And I was like, if you have the Azure fundamentals or essentials, then I want to see that. Like, that's what I told my recruiter. I'm like, please just get me someone who has at least a basic fundamentals of Azure. And if they can prove it through a certification, that's what I'm looking for. So yes, absolutely, Renee. It's, it's contextual. It's based on what the hiring manager needs. Yep. Gotcha. Anything else, Sartek? Um, I also do speak Turkish. I don't know if I should put that on my resume or does that any have relatives to it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime there's another language involved, put it into your resume, please. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and everyone, no one does that. They just put the bilingual. And that's yeah, they put bilingual. Well, we don't know language. what you're bilingual in. Yeah, put your language in. <laughs> put your language in there. And the reason why is if they, if this company just happens to be looking for someone who speaks Turkish or has a client or, you know, like you never know what it is that they're looking for. So it kind of goes back to Dan's point. Like it's all about what are these people looking for? Um, and you wouldn't know, like none of us know, I wouldn't know Naomi has an opening and she's looking for an Azure person. Like, you don't know that you just want to continue in your path. Uh, but think through some of the things that a leader may, something that may be unique about you. So speaking Turkish, you know, I don't speak Turkish. Like everybody doesn't have that skill. So definitely highlight that for sure. I think a lot is focusing on becoming memorable very, very quickly. You know, get you know, the, the role, uh, as I said, not only in, in what we're looking at here, but it's shelf space. How do you get shelf space in the mind of the person you're talking to? And how much time do you have to do it? And quickly, how do you do it? And conversations is one thing and writing is another. The psychologist, he knows it. Yep. <laughs> That's why we have Dan here. Right, he's here. All right, Sir Tech. Um, yeah, that's about it. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you so much. Layton just chimed in. He has an opening for a DevOps engineer. So if anybody is here and they have that experience, hopefully once somebody on the show, one of these shows has that experience. Okay. Next up is Mitchell. Okay. How you doing? Hey, Mitchell. Let me remove this. How are you today? Good, good. Now, actually, I something that I caught in Sertet's uh, review, the Azure thing, the opening. If you're work doing, if you're working towards the certification, like you're going through the training thing, would you put that on your resume as you would you put on the actual formal degree you're working on? Like if you're currently in year three of a four-year degree, you're still going to list it to show that you're doing it. Absolutely. Would you do the same with a self-paced degree thing? Uh, self-paced certification? Yep. You got it. Even better if you've already paid for the exam, you have a scheduled date. So you put that scheduled date expected January 5th, you know, or whatever it is. Okay. There. Yeah. So put the expected date. And as long as you've paid for it, I feel like there's no backing out. Like you're losing that money, so you better take it. Right, right. Because I, I was doing an Azure course. I, uh, I, I actually accidentally tripped um, 
Microsoft security and they banned me and I never went back. I, <laughs> yeah, I forgot I to harding one of the um, dummy servers and somebody picked it up and started um, DDoSing with it. <laughs> so, Mitchell, I'm going to put you on so you can tell us a little bit about yourself right before we get started. All right. All right. So let's do this. All right. Tell us about yourself. Uh, so I'm Mitchell. I am a freshly recent, less than a month ago, graduate of Penn State in security risk and analysis with an attached NSA certificate. I'm working on Security Plus, although to go back to the other thing, I'm not ready to schedule the test yet. <laughs> um, the actual thing I probably could pick up and schedule within less than six months, I guess. I, after I got locked out and had to wait for the account reset and everything, I just kind of fell off the wagon with that. Okay. All right. I'm currently a contact tracer. I've done EMI, electronic medical record work. I've done some internships with virtual and physical networking. And I did, with the, the company I did the EMI work with, I also did a short term 2FA rollout project. Okay, awesome. All right, let's get into your resume. And if it, if it matters, there are a few things that I didn't put on the resume to keep it to the one pager, and also because they weren't really tech relevant. What did you take off? Scroll down on it, Naomi. Uh, well, I'm saying that there are things that are not on this sheet here. So scrolling. Um, the very first job I did, which I only put when the online applications want seven years or everything, if you have less than that, which was just, you know, it was a summer job, except it was in the winter. So, <laughs> And I was assistant manager with a credit union's uh, collegiate branch for about three years. Now your internship, so uh, you had that 2017 internship. Has there been a recent one, a more recent one? E4, the um, 2FA project I mentioned was technically an internship. Okay. Since it was through the same company and while I was employed with them as a contractor, I just listed it as additional. Didn't I list it as additional duties? Uh, yes. You have it in, as contractor, yeah. Yes, I just listed it in those overall duties. Okay. Technically, it was an internship, but it was time. It was concurrent with normal work. Okay, I would probably. And did you do any security related? I'm looking at what's in there. Information management, data entry. Have you have you had any internships that are aligned or related to your degree? That's what the E4 two factor project was. Okay, so the two factor. Multi-factor, two-factor, multi-factor. I'm looking for it in the, oh, here we go. Gotcha. All right. So you want to put that multi-factor authentication, migration, and training all the way at the top. <laughs> you want that to be like your first bullet. So a couple of things with this one. Um, scroll up again for me, Naomi. JJ's chiming in. JJ is going to be here next week. He says you should add more of the how you aided to the deliverables in regards to your work experience. So I have a couple of things to add here. Um, uh, again, when it comes to, so Penn State is an awesome space for, uh, for security professionals to come out of. I've heard of, I've actually met and worked with a number of people that have come out of Penn State's program. 
Mm-hmm. So I know that it's a pretty top-notch program, and I have heard that people usually get jobs pretty immediately um, after you know finishing this program. And when did you finish, or when when did you finish? About three weeks ago. <laughs> oh wow! Congratulations. Okay, so you want to put that on there that you're recent. So just like how you have December thirty-first, twenty sixteen, for the. Yes. Community college. You can remove the community college one. It's not, at, you know, after you get your bachelor's. Right. And um, that'll free up more space to uh, yep. do. The, the, the JJ sounds like it, but it's not going to fit. It, it, I've already trimmed for two pages. <laughs> <laughs> so you take that piece out. The technical skills that you have here are standard skills that any right. kind of person would have. So I would remove all of that. Um, and then. In your experience section, I would have, um, you know, related cybersecurity experience or related cybersecurity internships. And that would be like right underneath the education, right where you have Northampton Community College, all that area right there. That's where all your experience should start. So I would cut out skills altogether, move up the experience, cut out the community college, um, move the experience all the way up to like right before where community college is. And then highlight the E4 services, make it the internship that it is, and take that conductive multi-factor authentication, migration, and training, make it your top bullet and everything else that's related to security. Um, You know, you want to flesh out all the security skills that you, all the tools that you use, all the skills that you gained. Um, You definitely want to flesh that out. And, And to JJ's point, Add more of the how. I'm going to put, put it up here again. Add more of the how you aided to the deliverables. So sentences, full sentences, like, you know, conducted health information management data entry in order to blah, blah, blah. Conducted multi-factor authentication, migration, and training resulting in, you know, something. So um, those are my high-level kind of points when looking at this one. Oh, yeah, I'll add to that. Can you guys hear me? I have to switch mics. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Mitchell, yeah, this this reads like a list of responsibilities. And this is something I've harped on in the past. But if I'm just reading a list of responsibilities, that doesn't tell me how well you actually did them. So you want to go in and say, hey, I've I've supported or conducted MFA migration for a thousand users or however number it is within three weeks or however, yeah, 300 users within whatever time frame, uh, you know, without any issues or whatever, zero defects. We want to put in some metrics in here, some measurable things that you could say pointed to your success in actually doing these things. You can't just say you did them. And how well did you do them? Actually, I have no idea. Mitchell. Right. So put something in there that actually shows how great you are at your job. All right. Um... And for Insight Global, that last point that I added to make a phone bank sound security-ish, rearrange that then? I would actually just move that down to... Yeah, yeah, move move Insight Global down even though that's what's current. So I would have two kind of experience sections. I would have experience, internship-related cybersecurity experience, Experience and work history, basically. Yeah, but I would I would specifically say something like related cybersecurity experience so that people mm-hmm. can see, because May 2020 is not that far away. I mean, it's not like it was four years ago. May 2020, just, just recently, it was a couple months ago. 
And when you're in school and you just graduated, it's going to make sense because people in school don't have typically don't have like a full time job or a full time internship. So when a recruiter sees a like a, 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 a campus recruiter or somebody that's looking at someone with your level of experience, they're going to see, oh, Mitchell just graduated in December. He's in this internship in May. Like it all makes sense um, what you have going on. So do you, you don't look at it in terms of recent. We want it relevant and recent. Right. So before to me would be the first thing I want to show in the security security related tasks. Right. Are the first things you want to see. And would I list that contractor slash intern? Because it was, but the internship was about six weeks. I was with E4 as a contractor for, as you see, two years on including both ends of the internship. The internship was in the middle of. I would just put intern. Okay. It keeps it simple. And you were in school. Like people, yeah. you know, they see, okay, this person was in school. He graduated in 2020. He was an intern for, you know, sometimes internships are long two years, whatever, co-op. So you could put intern there and then you have the internship before that. It looks clean. People get it. It, you know, we see that immediately hiring manager, recruiter, boom, this person just graduated. He was in an internship. He has a cybersecurity degree. He has a cybersecurity internship, you know, like it all lines up. All right. Cause my concern is like the recruiter then reaching out to E4 to follow up and E4 goes, because on paper, it wasn't list. I wasn't listed in E4 as intern. I was listed as contractor. So the whoever the recruiter reaches out to won't know that from a hole in the wall. They'll pull me up. No, he was a contractor. And hello, garbage bin. Because if what I rate doesn't match what the re- no, it's not that. It's not that serious. Not not with this type of with this level of experience. With this, for this role, for these types of roles in this um, environment, I mean, if you feel more comfortable putting intern slash contractor, you can. If it were me, and I'm, I mean, I've been doing this okay. for like twenty years, I would just put intern. But if you want to put intern slash contractor, you can do it. It's not going to hurt. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, that's the point. Check, sorry, sorry. Also, when they check titles and stuff like that. So when you're getting just uh, this isn't this is actually a good conversation for folks who are concerned about this kind of stuff. When you're getting an entry, when you're the like this is your first job out of undergrad, they don't do a whole bunch of checking on internships and deep dives and stuff like that because you're in school. So it 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 doesn't carry as much weight as someone who is a security architect with 10 years of experience and they want to make right. sure that you were a security architect last job and not, you know, an administrative assistant. <laughs> like, yeah, they're going to check that. They want to make sure, okay, this person actually was a security architect at the company before this. They said they were a security architect for eight years. They did it for three years here. They did it for four years there. You know, like they want to see that kind of progression and see that you actually were a security architect. And even still in some companies, your title on paper might say technical manager two or, you know, security analyst four, which aligns to security architect. But each internal company has all these little internal kind of titles that they use. Right. So don't get hung up on titles that much, especially at this level. Like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be concerned at all. I would not be concerned. But the big thing for you is just making sure that your experience is fleshed out. What JJ said and what Naomi said in terms of the experience, 
highlighting the security stuff and moving the contact tracing stuff down. Um, yeah. Now, I agree that the show were kind of, uh, I want the term. Coffee hasn't kicked in. Uh, boilerplate. <laughs> the show for boilerplate. They were there because I've had multiple people. Basically, how do you beat the the resume algorithm? How do you even get to the inbox of a recruiter? The uh, so, applicant, the, the ATS. Because I was told you need to. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. I was told you need to load it with variety of skills, or the ATS is going to reject it out of hand, and a human's never even going to see it. So, if you scroll up to what you have on your resume, those mm -hmm. skills are skills that every single training, customer right. service, PowerShell, somebody always calls Dan when we're talking. <laughs> SharePoint, <laughs> customer service, volunteer coordination, you know, that kind of these, these you know, generalized skills are right. management. It's, it's, it's so generic that even if an applicant tracking system, like applicant tracking systems are not going to pick this up. So I'm, to, so I'll give you an example. I use LinkedIn sometimes and it's not an applicant tracking system, but sometimes it's, it operates as one. And I've, I've used almost probably every applicant tra tracking system that's out there at this point. Right. When we're doing searches, so some applicant tracking systems are very sophisticated. What they do is they'll take the job description and they'll match the, all the people that apply, so say 100 people apply to a cybersecurity analyst role, they will give your resume a ranking. And that rank, ranking will align to, okay, this person is, if it's one out of 10, they'll say, okay, this person is a 10. This, you know, well, it's hardly ever 10. These are nines, these are eights, whatever. They'll give you the top folks all in, put them all the way at the top. Those resumes most align to the actual job description it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with these bullet points of skills. So if I'm a security analyst or if I'm a manager and I write up a security analyst job description and it says that I need somebody with Nessus, all the stuff that Certech had in his resume, for example, because his resume right. is really, really well done. Um, so everybody should kind of take a look at that one as an example. But all of the kind of how he said, I'm in the sock using these tools in this, you know, component, he kind of listed out what he was doing. Um, that's what it's going to pick up because that's most likely if I'm a sock manager, I need somebody. Oh, I need somebody that uses Splunk. Oh, I need somebody that if they know, you know, if they have these other SIM experiences, that's a good fit for me too. So you, you, kind of almost want to reverse and think about the job description to kind of what Dan said. It's like, what are they looking for? Not necessarily and highlight your experience in comparison to what they're looking for. So Mitchell, for you, in your case, what I would tell you to do is go out into on Indeed or on LinkedIn or whatever, find three or four or five entry level, you know, analyst jobs, which they probably aren't a whole ton. Um, and then look at, those job look at those job descriptions and see, like, what does it say? And when it says, um, when it shows, like, okay, this is the kind of experience I want. If you have that experience and you did that at your internships, pay attention to that and kind of, like, highlight that kind of stuff. Skills like this that are kind of 
you know, generic, so to speak, aren't going to help you from an ATS perspective. And then JJ, he makes a really excellent point here. He says, bypass the ATS and network a lot more. And so, especially for people who are, are more junior, you know, ATS is, it, it's, it's kind of, it's a little bit tricky. Um, but that's what I would say when I would answer that, that whole ATS question and the trying to get the right words in there. Also use the tool called JobScan. I'm going to put it in here. It's called JobScan.io. Very, very useful for matching up resumes to, it kind of operates like a, um, applicant tracking system. So it shows you, if you put a resume and you put a job description, it shows you, um, it shows you how your resume would would match up, like if you would be looked at, if you would be declined. Kind of gives you that info. Mitchell, just just a couple of things. Uh, first of all, you know, if I were to give you a magic wand and you waved it, and you were in twenty twenty six right now, what mm -hmm. would you like to be doing? Uh, so, I, you, don't, you, don't have, you don't have to answer me. You just have to mm -hmm. think about it. Uh, the the other thing is is that uh, identifying how you who you're going to be speaking to and what kind of language you need to use in, in communicating what you want to do to them because i encourage people to hire people based on their dreams in addition to what their skills are now because i want somebody who's going to know where they want to go or is driven to go in a particular direction and this really is not a cognitive goal setting thing this is unconscious mind stuff but th just think about that put yourself imagine you're already out there and then Plan for these interviews. You know, what, what do you expect somebody would ask you? What kind of questions will I ask you? And how do you prepare with an answer that's going to get them to be thinking, hey, you know, we want to have this guy on our team. Okay, thank you. I, I do have two last questions, one probably shorter than the other. <laughs> for the skills, um, to go back to, I already forget his name, and I'm sorry, Sir Tack. Uh, he had listed snort, wire shorts, and fire eye, so on and so forth. If the only experience I have with them at all is through Penn State, as in worked on during courses, do I bother listing them? Because the positions I've had were never one high enough to even touch upon those. <laughs> like I said, half of it was ad hoc stuff. Hey, the, the, where the manager of the project go, hey, you know computers, I solve this. <laughs> so i would say yes so if i were um i would put th this is this is the component this is the part that i was kind of explaining i think last thursday when people are new in their careers i usually have them like some folks don't even have an internship and they have um and i have them put related coursework so you can create a project out of your related coursework. So you could have education, related coursework, and then experience. That would that would benefit, you know, that definitely helps because then you really do get the actual skills that you use in the school that's relevant. And those would show. So right under education, so where Northampton Community College and skills are, I would be removing all of that. I would put a section in that said related coursework. I would list maybe two courses that were really exciting for you. And then in those courses, explain what you did, what you used. Oh, I used Nessus, Wireshark. I used these various tools. 
And so again, it just it just shows that it, this is a real security focused resume, and that will help with all of the um, the uh, the keywords and stuff for the applicant tracking system. All right, so Mitchell, we have to run. So um, you know, we 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 uh, we want to try to get to everybody. Um, so last question, real quick. I'm sorry, we're on a we're on a tight schedule. No, today. no, I understand. I understand. It uh, goes to JJ's point about the networking versus the APT, uh, AT, ATF, whatever, what acronym. <laughs> um, not to be blunt, but how? I mean, I've, I've been to multiple sessions like this before. I've been to a few FireEye online talks. But the biggest IT thing where I am is the public library having senior IT help. And since COVID kicked off, I can't really do work with that either because they're not doing it remote. They're doing it in person. <laughs> so how exactly done do you network when you were in an online degree program? You got out of look the one time you went to the job fair and mentioned you were in the online program. And you're not in a tech-rich physical environment for a living. <laughs> yeah, sure. You just have to be creative, Mitchell. Like if you're only like talking to people that you're friends with and you're just not really reaching yourself out there, like that's on you. You need to reach out to people who are strangers essentially and try to build relationships. Networking requires bravery and courage and you can't just have people come to you if they don't even know you exist. So put yourself out there. And uh, yeah, just uh, show your awesome personality. People will be open up to talking to you and that's what you want to do. Okay. All right. Excellent, awesome. Thank, Thank you, Mitchell. Thank you so much, Mitchell. We are going to bring Nashama up next. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Hi, hey, good morning. Nishama. Thanks for having me today. Good morning. So is that how you pronounce your name? Um, it's pronounced actually with a sound, but I don't go by it. It's hard to pronounce. <laughs> so tell me how to pronounce Pessy. Um, it's it's pronounced Nahama, but I go by Pessy, middle name. Oh, okay. Excellent. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself while we pull your resume up. Sure. Um, I'm still in college actually. I hope to graduate at the end of summer 2021. Um, I'm in general, I'm a software developer and I really would love to enter the cybersecurity field. So if you look at my resume, it's weighted more towards the software side, um, front and back end, full stack really. But I wanna start hearing into the cybersecurity field because I feel like that's, that's such an important area in the future. Um, I took I'm currently the college I'm in now is an accelerated program. So I'm graduating after two years instead of four. And I don't have any prior experience other than other related experience other than coursework. Cool. All right. Well, let's get into it. I could start. I love Go this, Pessy. This is incredible. Um, can, you, so, can you make it bigger? Naomi? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, so this is incredible because I'll just say there's a lot of people in tech who are trying to get into cyber without application 
development experience. So the fact that you have this, you can pivot very easily into application security, penetration testing, like all that stuff. There's a whole world out there that you already know about. You know how to write code. You know what good code looks like. Now you all have to do is point out issues of other people's code. Like there are jobs filled with that kind of responsibility. Um, I certainly pivoted. Yeah, I pivoted that way. So I started as a developer. A few years later, I took a hacking course and I'm like, I love this. This is rather. This is what I'd rather do. I don't want to build things anymore. I just want to like point out things that are wrong with it. It's so much easier. So I just went into penetration testing. So that's exactly, and I know other people have done that too. So you actually have a really good entry point and that is to pivot into application security. I would say maintain what you're currently doing and see what other kind of like capture the flags, hack the boxes, kind of those opportunities and see if you can get something like that under your belt. You can put that on your resume. Can you scroll up a little bit for me? Sure. Yes. I mean, I think this looks fantastic too. It's I, fantastic. I really yeah. don't have any anything to add. You just graduated from high school in May of 2019. This is incredible. I'm just telling you, like yeah. this is this is unicorn <laughs> status. You've got something going on here. You actually know how to write a good resume. <laughs> like Not finally, good finally resume. seeing a good one. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Good Thank job. You. I really. Oh, she broke up there. Oh, you're breaking up. Is she in school? Yeah, she is in school. So just a weird it. connection. Tessie, if you have any questions, just type it in the chat. Oh, there you came back. Do you have any questions for us? I'm right here. Um, thank you so much for that feedback. That's great to hear. I would love, you know, if there's anything I could do a little better, um, that'd be yeah. great. Do you, have, do you have a mentor? I think that's your next step. If you have, if you're having a hard time trying to build a network or get relationships, like a mentor will really help you build, um, build bridges with other people in the industry. So find somebody who, mm -hmm. whom you admire, somebody that maybe has the same career path as you'd like, and just reach out to them and say like, hey, um, uh, are, you, are you looking for any mentees? I really admire you or say, say something like that. Um, obviously, having a, a like a connection with this person will help, but you can always reach out to anybody and just ask right. the worst thing. The worst thing they could say is no. And you know what? That's just a redirection to someone else. Right. And Pepsi, another thing that I would say mm -hmm. to, to just, I mean, slight tweaks. So your bachelor of arts, you don't need to say pursuing. You can just say bachelor of arts, computer science, and then expected. So where it says sep September, 2019, the current, just say expected, mm -hmm. 2021 or whatever date is your expected degree. Same thing. Yeah, and I put the, accelerated in there too. Oh, interesting. Yeah, put accelerated. Yeah, put accelerated because people are going to say, wait a minute. I mean, I typically wouldn't even have anybody keep their high school diploma on, but because you just graduated from high school. Yeah, it's so, so impressive. Right. It's so recent. So it's like really impressive. And then, um, and then we move, I would also, and where it says pursuing certificates of completion, instead of pursuing, just take the certificate, you know, say certificates of completion and then expected, whenever you expect expected. to get it. Yeah, so expected is how, um, you know, you update that. And then your coursework. So I see you're doing Python, Java 1 and 2, JavaScript, all that stuff. When you start taking cybersecurity courses, put some of those in there too. Mm -hmm. You can use that as coursework. So you can add in in your projects um, when it's time. You don't need to do it now because your projects look fantastic. When it's time, you can add in. Um, you can add that in 
you can add in like whatever coursework is related to cybersecurity. But I mean, I wouldn't change this resume at all. Fantastic. Resume. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. You want to come on so, the show and do the thank you. <laughs> yeah, you can come help us critique. <laughs> All righty. Any questions? Can I, other questions? Yeah. Can I ask? Can I ask a few more questions? Um, two really. If I speak another language, where would I put that? Um, scroll down. Yeah. You have an interest or extracurricular volunteer accomplishments, work history. I don't know if accomplishments is the right place. Um, Renee, I would just probably put that right here at the bottom. At the very you know, bottom. Like just in the yeah. middle. Be like bilingual Hebrew or whatever it is. I'm sorry to. Yeah. But I'm guessing since you went to Hebrew school, uh, you know, Hebrew slash English <laughs> slash all the other languages that you probably speak. And then just put that all on the bottom. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, fine. Center it. And then um, we were discussing certs with um, the previous people with Mitchell and with um, Certech, what would you, is that something that you think would would um, boost my chances of getting hired without any experience? I think you, I mean, if you absolutely wanted to do it because you're in this accelerated program, maybe a security plus, but your type of experience, like you're, you're probably gonna get snapped up really, really quickly. I, I foresee with the experience you already have, the projects you already have in place, the computer science degree. I mean, it's the one degree that most people, most security leaders want that a lot of people do not have. So you're coming in with like all of this great knowledge, you know, the formal education, the skills, you have all these self-taught, self-directed projects. Yep. I mean, you're the type of person that people are going to immediately say, wow, this woman is, you know, she hit the ground running. She's a top student in high school. She's on an honor roll. You know, she, she, she's the perfect candidate. <laughs> yeah, I would even say she could go for those fangs. Like, I would start start hitting up Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, <laughs> Google. Like, you are that good. Yeah, you could so go you could for it, Bessie. The sky's mm -hmm. the limit for you. Don't shoot for anything lower. I will be and, disappointed. Okay, you want to add anything so, so much. I, I just think you have a tremendous approach to this. And uh, I think one thing I find with people who are leaders have difficulty in identifying what they do well. And I think it's important that you find out what you do well and figure a very quick way to, um, to communicate that. And just in the community that you live in now, there are people who are running businesses who would love to be talking to you. So it's, uh, but it's putting together how you would be doing that, what you would say. Uh, but I think you, you have a tremendous experience here. Yeah. Be good at telling your story. 30 seconds. Who are you? What are you about? You know, that really starts off the interview well. Have that 30 second memorized, like a, that elevator pitch about you and people will fall in love. Yeah. If, if, you could, if you could identify the mistakes that you've seen oh, people great. make before they spoke to you, uh, because I have people right now who are selling mistakes rather than solutions and they're getting a lot more attention because the one thing people don't want to do is make a mistake. They really don't. So there's an invisible, you know, the That's question Renee, Renee and I talk about this all the time is that, you know, it's not, do we want to hire you? The question is we don't want to not hire you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Couple comments here. IBM would be a very yes. strong internship. Big companies for you, Pessy. Big yep. companies. Big you. companies. You Top, have to grow. Oh, that'd be great. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Don't go for the small ones. You want yeah, to big, big company. All, all Fortune 100, Fortune yeah. 500. Fortune totally. 50. Fangs. You're Fang all the way. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've hired mm-hmm. at all of, a lot of those places. Yeah. You would absolutely get snapped up. They'll put you in an internship in a snap. Yep. And then those accelerator programs within the company. So now you're in a leadership position within 10 years or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy yeah. company. Yeah. You're, you're all set, girl. Yeah. Aim for those technology leadership programs. That'd be great. Okay, great. Okay. All right. Good luck. Work <laughs> with your experience. You're welcome. I think we you're have time welcome. for one more, I Renee. And I'm sorry. We, yeah, we just have a hard stop. Just yeah, one we more. Just one people. more. Okay. Hold on. Let me get. And I feel uh, bad for everyone who, uh, who missed I know. out. Hold on here. Jonathan, we're going to bring you on. All right. Let's see, Jonathan. And so for the other folks who haven't made it, we'll just do an offline review for you guys. Or we could do it tomorrow, potentially. Or, or, well, tomorrow also has a bunch it's of full. It's booked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll reach out to you guys. Uh, that, that would we be Mark. We try to and, zoom through some people. Let's try to get two in in the seven minutes. Because I'm, I'm quick. We just want to make sure that we don't have a ton, a ton of questions. Okay. Okay. All right. Jonathan. How are you, Jonathan? Want to quickly tell us about yourself? Can you, can you hear me fine? Yep. Okay. Um, so I've been in IT for six plus years. Um, unemployed right now, looking for a position. Uh, went to school for about two years. Um, got to MCITPE back in 2012. And I've been doing a lot of uh, my own learning on my own time um, doing certifications in my own time. Okay. Awesome. So let's pull your resume up. Dan is on fire. Okay. Scroll down, Naomi. (laughs) Scroll down, Naomi. (laughs) So just, so everybody, I want you all to pay attention to to when I say this to Naomi, I say scroll down because as a recruiter, the experience, go go back up a little bit, okay. Naomi. Sorry, right right here okay. is where our eyes start. So as a recruiter, I just want everybody to realize every time I say Naomi, scroll down, scroll down. I notice, I'll just jump to experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's just straight to the experience because as far as we are concerned, that's where the meat and potatoes is. So your skills and this and that and you know even summaries we. Yeah, from a recruiting perspective, you don't really look heavily at summaries. Now, hiring managers look at summaries and things like that. And when you're an executive, we look at, we pay a little bit more attention to that. But individual contributors and tech leads and things like that, we want, we jump straight into the experience. Mm -hmm. So sysadmin, sysadmin. So Jonathan, you have some great sysadmin experiences where you've been, some contracts I see you've been doing, Um, desktop support. So then what do you want to do next? I'm trying to pivot into the security um, realm. You know, it's mm-hmm. been tough, and of course, it is very hard to get in. But that's been a focus. Um, trying to get into security or cloud technologies, more um, either so, of the two. Naomi, scroll down some more, please. You got it. Okay, so it's all desktop support stuff, and then scroll back up all the way up again. And you have the degree or not, or no? No, everything I've done has been uh, through a, okay. a certifi- certifications. Yep. 
So I would, what I would do in your case is, um, and I see you have some certifications, which is great. Any self-directed projects that you're working on, your home lab, your all of the things that you're working on that does not have to do with your current sysadmin experience, but is security related, I would kind of wipe that whole core competencies piece that's kind of irrelevant for, for what, not, not irrelevant, but I think you could use that space better. Um, and I would minimize your summary. So methodical sysadmin with eight years of comprehensive experience, spearheading system, all of that stuff, I would kind of crunch that into maybe two lines and really talk about what you want to do next. So if you want to be security, I would put in, um, the security, the, you know, what you're looking to do versus what you're doing now, because we can see that in the experience that you have a sysad experience, sysadmin experience. Sysadmins are really great pivots into security. So you're not far off. It's just really highlighting your resume and making sure that your resume shows that you have self-directed projects, home lab projects, like all those things that will catch the eye of a recruiter. So for example, if you put this into an applicant tracking system, it's automatically gonna kick you out because it's gonna say this person doesn't align to anything security. If this resume came across my desk and I was looking to fill a security role, I would just move to the side because I'll look at it and say, this is a sysadmin. So you wanna showcase to us immediately, very quickly, at the very top that you have something related to security, some projects and things like that. Um, Naomi? Yeah, uh, I agree. As long as if you're worried about these keywords um, not letting you pass the ATS systems and you wanna just filter these keywords somewhere within your experience so they at least show up in your resume, that's what I would do. I would remove this, it's taking up too much space, bump all your experience up and try to highlight any cybersecurity experience in particular because every single help desk job it requires and consists of security tasks. So those are the things I would highlight. Yeah. Okay, so I have a question. So I have a lot of stuff that I've done in my home lab, like Linux and, and, and um, a lot of security tools and such. And I do courses on my own that are security focused. So should I put those in the core competencies? Because I've done a lot of different um, things to try to get me more, uh, more. So we are going in security. I'm going to work with you offline. Um, but yeah, I would take out that core competence. Like that whole section mm -hmm. is not doing anything for your resume. Like I would literally swipe it. I would, re I would replace core competencies with cyber security related projects. That would the things be, like I've done in my home lab, because I've always wondered how can I put that in there? Because I've done so much do stuff it. on my own. Okay, that's so okay, so take that out and put them in there. Okay. So we have a hard stop. Ronald Ennings. Ron, come back to us, Ron. See, you're here. Come back. Help, help. Ron, I love Ron. I love his uh, podcast. Um, so Ron says it's all about displaying your experience. That's the part to be specific and creative. Keywords are nice to add for the search and just to put you in the mix, but details are key. Oh Absolutely yeah, accomplishments, true. accomplishments, not responsibilities, star method, situation or task, action result. It ends up with a sentence of how awesome you are at your job. That's right. That's what you want to show yeah. off. So folks, thank you all. I'm sorry for the people that we didn't get to. We have a hard, hard stop today. All of us were super busy first week of the year. So we will see everybody tomorrow.
We're yeah, love it. again, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right, Naomi? Yeah, that's right. And the two people we weren't able to get to, I think that was Mark and Nathan. I'm so sorry, but I will reach out to you uh, offline. We'll do this in person offline. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it offline. We, we're going to help everybody we can. Yes. So everybody, thank you so much, Naomi. Thank you so much for making this happen. This is so thank awesome. Thank you, Renee. I love you, man. I love, oh, you I love you too. I love you too. I knew I was going to love you too. <laughs> <laughs> Great content. And Ron, we need you on here, Ron. Yeah, Ron, come on over. You need to be back on here. I'm going to go beat you guys up for not being on here for like months. <laughs> All right, folks. See y'all right, tomorrow you. with another edition of Breaking Into Cybersecurity where we hack resumes. Woo, Bye, resume week. Bye. Resume week.